Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Bible in the News. This is Tim Billington joining you. So war rages on between Israel and Hamas after the absolutely despicable and terrible things that Hamas did to Israel. We look around the world and we see where is the hand of God in this? Will there be no end to the Jewish suffering? <clears throat> We've seen the American response and in many ways, especially for Joe Biden and the left-wing government that he represents, they have been very supportive of Israel, but they still push for the two-state solution and um, untenable options that don't quite fit Bible prophecy. There's also been signs that um, the United States are, is being dragged into this war themselves, and um, they've had to make some strikes themselves in Syria, and the war could easily spread, and um, possibly even global, as we see Russia and the United States both involved in the things that are going on at this time. The Pope has also been pushing Biden and asking for um, humanitarian aid to Gaza, um, which thing Biden has been doing, and, and I believe more so since the Pope has said this to him. The Pope has repeatedly, it says here for the sixth time, urged a stop to the war for humanitarian ceasefire. And on the surface, this might seem like a neutral sort of thing to ask for, um, for both sides to stop fighting each other and for things to settle down. The thing with that is that Hamas had tremendous success in um, brutalizing Jewish people and um, causing tremendous destruction and absolutely horrible, unmentionable things that they did. Um, and now to ask for a ceasefire is to ask for Hamas to get off scot-free. So it's actually a very anti-Israel thing to call for at this point. Russia and Vladimir Putin are also involved, also calling for a ceasefire, hosting Hamas, hosting Iran, the um, enabler of Hamas, who's been sending them weapons and being involved to exactly what extent is difficult to say, but absolutely involved and absolutely behind Hamas's atrocities. But this is exactly what we'd expect from Bible prophecy, because Russia themselves will be involved in the same kind of behavior we know from prophecy. The United Nations has been wholly unable to condemn Hamas and are um, asking also for a ceasefire which again seems like uh, a natural, nice, uh, balanced thing to do. Let's all be peaceful. But at this point in time, it's actually asking for um, the continuation of Hamas so that they would be able to do this again. Israel is um, attempting to neutralize them and to stop the possibility of Hamas committing these same atrocities again and continuing to fire rockets and kill Jews at every opportunity. If we look at the the vote tally of the United Nations, virtually everybody was against them. Very few voted down the resolution. There's the United States and a handful of lesser states that have little influence in the world. Back in Israel, the Palestinian Authority is um, joining Hamas in declaring religious war on the Jews and calling for their people and for the imams in the mosque to call for people to rise up and kill Jews. I'm just going to play you a little clip of somebody pointing out an internal document that was sent by the Palestinian Authority 
to the spiritual leaders of what they would call the West Bank or Judea and Samaria. This is an official document from the Palestinian Authority from today that called to murder Jews sent to all the mosques. As I always say, can't separate Hamas and the Palestinians. They are working together and they all have the same purpose, to murder Jews from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. Where do you want to send the Israeli people? And here again, um, in Tulkarm, which is in northern Samaria, there's a mass rally of people taking to the streets and saying the people want the Al-Qassam Brigades, which is Hamas's military wing. They want the same kind of violence to be happening against Jews in their area as well. These are the people that supposedly are the, the peace partners that Gaza should be handed over to the Palestinian Authority who's calling for the destruction of the Jews, and they're hoping for it to be more like the West Bank. But when you really look, are they any different? I'm going to play you um, another little clip, and uh, it's a very short interview in Hebrew of somebody who was born in Gaza being interviewed by somebody from Israeli media. What can be done? They're bloodthirsty and um, terrible people. From very young age, they're taught to hate Jews and want to murder and slaughter non-Muslims, especially Jews. Just to emphasize how this is a religious thing, I want to show you the reaction of the Hamas leaders that are hiding out in Qatar and what two-faced cowards they are to insist that the Gazan population must stay in Gaza and while they themselves are hiding out in safety far away. But just look at their reaction as they see what was happening as the slaughter happened. There is no hope. They think that Allah is pleased with them if they kill Jews. It's not even as logical as they want to take over the Jewish state, although they would obviously love to do so. It's also, it's like, almost like modern-day human sacrifice. It's necessary to kill Jews to please God. It's absolutely insane. <clears throat> this is the son of one of the founders of Hamas, I'd just like you to listen quickly to um, some words that he has to tell us. A country with a, a trauma, a great trauma from the past, with a, a memory of a Holocaust and uh, all the Nazis did in the past century, you, they opened uh, the gates of hell on the Palestinian people. This is how irresponsible 
this group people are. You know, that they are willing to actually sacrifice many Palestinian children, the entire Palestinian people, and use them as a fuel to just achieve their ideological uh, agendas, their religious agendas. So once again, he tells us how it's a religious problem. And here we see the, the protests around the world. Um, people aren't any longer calling for a two-state solution. Rather, they are calling for Palestine to be free from the river to the sea. That is a call for annihilation of the Jewish people. They are 100% behind Hamas's atrocities and the terrible things that they are doing and will be judged by God. Just look at the rise in anti-Semitism that there is in the world. The wicked are lining up behind the unspeakable evil that has been done. In the UK alone, anti-Semitic acts have risen by 641% year over year. I'm just going to play you another little piece of the son of Hamas. Listen to this. We are going to remove Hamas from power. Remember my words, okay? And Hamas did not only bring the wrath of Israel over Gaza. Hamas brought the wrath of God. We are going to remove them from power, and we are going to persecute their leaders, and we are going to bring them to justice, and the world will witness their punishment. And everyone who, who take their side today in this state of confusion, thinking that this is a joke, I tell those people that you are going to regret taking the side of Hamas. You are going to, take the, to regret taking the side of those criminals. Do you believe he's wrong? Will God bring punishment for these things? Surely he will. Just consider in Amos how God considers the actions of the nations. He looks and brings punishment based on how they behave. In Amos chapter 1, verse 9, um, the transgressions of Tyre, they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom and remembered not the brotherly covenant. Verse 11, the transgressions of Edom, he did pursue his brother with a sword and did cast off all pity. Verse 13, the transgressions of Ammon, I will not turn away the punishment thereof because they have ripped up the women with child of Gilead that they might enlarge their border. The, this is absolutely what Hamas is doing, all of these things, and far worse, absolutely horrific things that they did. They have poked God in the eye. Israel is the apple of his eye. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. If we read in um, Isaiah chapter 41, Verse 8, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. These are people who have been incensed against Israel, and they will suffer the punishment that God brings upon them. Verse 14, Fear not, thou worm, Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small, and shall make the hills as chaff. So the judgment of God is going to come upon the nations for their treatment of his people Israel. I believe that what this people has done against God's people has to bring judgment. So look at um, Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 4 to 7. 
um, the prophecy about Gaza. Gaza is a uh, has a significant population over a million people, many of whom have fled. But um, the prophecy says, Zephaniah two, verse four: Gaza shall be forsaken, and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod at noonday, and Ekron shall be rooted up. All of these places are um, places that only have Jewish inhabitants inside Israel at this time, except for Gaza, which needs to be forsaken. Verse 5, Woe unto the inhabitants of the seacoast, the nation of the Terethites. The word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will even destroy thee, that there shall be no inhabitant. And the seacoast shall be dwellings and cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. And the coast shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah, and they shall feed thereupon. In the houses of Ashkelon shall they lay down in the evening, for the Lord their God shall visit them and turn away their captivity. So, not only does Gaza need to be forsaken, but it needs to be a place for the remnant of the house of Judah. If we look at this passage from Ezekiel chapter 38, talking about the battle of Gog and Magog, it says they go up to the land of unwalled villages, it goes on without walls having neither bars nor gates. Now, if you go around certain areas of the land of Israel, if you go through Judea and Samaria, you see places with bars on, on the and gates on the settlements, with bars in the windows of houses, with fences around. There's the separation wall that is around areas of Judea and Samaria, around what they would call the, the West Bank. This seems like this needs to go. And how could this possibly happen unless these people are removed? They are not becoming more amenable to living with Israel and and living in peace. This does not appear to be the case that it will happen this way. But peace will come. Thou shalt say, I will go to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are rest, at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates, to take a spoil and to take a prey, to turn thy hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations. And the Jewish people that are back in their land and inhabiting the old places, some of which are now inhabited by Arabs, which have gotten cattle and goods and that dwell in the midst of the land. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, thus saith the Lord God, in that day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, shalt thou not know it? Although this passage could be read that they're just taking advantage of the situation, it seems that this peace is a peace that has come about that they are displeased with, and this is related, that when they see this happen, it gathers the nations and they come against the people of Israel. There shall come from thy place out of the north parts, thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. So that the nations will be displeased by the kind of peace that comes. What kind of peace would they be pleased with? Well, if Gaza is forsaken and um, the people flee, and this is the kind of thing that happens to bring this situation to pass, this would fit the bill. So in conclusion, we have seen that they that devour Israel will be devoured. <clears throat> Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 16, Therefore all they that devour thee shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity, and they that spoil thee shall be a spoil, and all that prey upon thee will I give for a prey. And what, what shall we do who see these things, who live at this time? Zephaniah 2, verse 3, 
Seek the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. This has been the Bible in the News. Please join us again for more next week, God willing.